0: You've ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Hello? Hello. Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another amazing episode of Psychic on the Scene. And I'm Katie, in case you didn't know, Psychic Medium. (laughs) And here with me, as always, is my friend and producer and co-host, D. Scott. Hi there. And my other friend and co-host, Psychic Medium, Michelle Lyons-Polito. Hey, everyone. And we have an amazing guest tonight. I put out there a little bit that you were going to be on And, of course, all your fans, Jack, started saying, oh, I love him. I love him. (laughs) So tonight we have on the infamous Jack Kenna. Infamous. Um, (laughs) Infamous. That's what you want to be. And um, he is a local teacher, um, investigator, paranormal investigator, um, but he teaches the the paranormal, and we were, um, we saw some of your students when we were at Proctor's, and they mm-hmm. absolutely adore you. Yes, they um, do. <laughs> yeah, um, really, really sung your praises.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got to call Maybe don't, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> no, I think almost everybody loves you, Jack. Absolutely. So, Jack, thank you for coming on. So excited. Please, please tell our listeners basically like who you are I mean I know in your day life you're an engineer correct
1: yeah I work uh, for the Department of the Army and engineering yeah, oh, wow. yeah. I'm, I'm an engineering yeah. technician myself but yeah that's what I've been doing for the last oh my god 30 some odd years now so
0: so that's your I'm that's a, your return pretty from
1: that pretty soon yeah <laughs> <laughs> bless your heart
0: bless your, yeah good good and then you became a paranormal investigator yeah so you and I had a chance to talk um, over the weekend, but tell the listeners uh, uh, even going back to your childhood you're living in your family home, yep. and always had experiences there. Tell us a little bit about that
1: All right well i I'll, I'll go back to what I told you like when I was a kid growing up I, i'd always hear somebody call my name I, I, I would assume it, I assumed it was my mother because it sounded like her um, and my name my she always called me Jay that was my nickname right everybody mm-hmm. knows me as Jack now but that's actually Jack is my father's nickname and I took that when I started doing TV
2: in, oh. kind of in honor
1: of him. So oh. I, both of our, my father and our, my given name is John. So, so just, <laughs> wow. just to really confuse everybody. The answer know.
2: to any J name. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, whatever. Don't call me late for dinner. That's all, you know, whatever.
2: Right. <laughs> hey,
1: call me anything you want, but don't call me late for dinner. Um, but anyway, so I would hear my my name being called, it would say J and it would sound like my mother. So I'd go looking for my mother and I I'd find her either out, she was out in the garden uh, doing her, her gardening, or if she was you know, down doing laundry or something. I'd say, well, what do you want? What do you want, mom? She'd be like, what are you talking about? Well, you just call me. What do you want? So oh, like, I didn't call you. And she had experiences growing up all her life too. She, somebody told her, well, I, I Katie and I had a conversation where she used to go see psychic mediums to get readings done and stuff like that locally here. And, they would tell her they almost they really had a hard time reading her. They couldn't read her because she was psychic herself. Mm-hmm. And they finally sent her to you know, one one of the events, they pointed her out to one guy. They said, This guy is really the best. He if he can't read you, nobody can. And she goes, Just take, go over and tell him we sent you and he'll give you a reading. Because you know, you had to buy tickets then or whatever. she had used her to say, No, 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 just go over and tell him and, and he'll just tell him I told you to go over and go over. <laughs> And he was able to read her and he said, yeah, well, you, you've had psychic abilities in your family generations back. He goes, he goes, didn't you ever, your mother ever talk about it? Go, Oh, no, my mother would never talk about that. Stuff. <laughs> you know, um, so it turns out, you know, this kind of ran in the family. We didn't. Nobody really thought about it. But she used to tell me about her experiences. And she used to tell my sisters about her experiences growing up. I've got two sisters. Um, One just passed away, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Um, But Shelly is the one that recently passed away. And her and I used to talk about this stuff all the time. My sister Gail didn't talk about it. She was a middle (laughs) child. Gail's a middle child, but she wouldn't talk about it too much. But Shelly and I, until we got older, we didn't realize all the experiences we were each having. Right. We never talked about share. it. We to our mother, but we never talked to each other about it. And so it was a shock and a surprise. And so my mother, when I would hear my voice, my name being called, she goes, oh, don't worry about it. You know, you're probably just your imagination because I was a little kid back then. I was like five, six years old. Mm-hmm. Said, don't worry about it. It's just, you know, you're probably imagining it. Or maybe I yelled it and, you know, just thinking remember. about you or something and didn't really mean to call you. But So she brushed it off that way until I got older and she started telling me. And then it wasn't until any years later when I got into the paranormal, I met a good friend of mine, uh, Becca Boyd. She's a sixth generation psychic medium out in New Hampshire. I met her at an event one time and really wasn't supposed to because she wasn't supposed to be there. It was supposed to be somebody else. She just filled in at the last minute. So this is how you meet friends, right? You end up friends right. And be, you meet the people you're supposed to meet that way. I think. That is true. So, so she was able, she gave me a reading and she told me a bunch of stuff and. Uh, one of the things that shocked me off the bat was she told me, oh, you have an autistic son. And I'm like, how do you know that? Because I didn't even <laughs> tell, I really didn't talk about that to any of my friends who were there. So, I mean, one other person there knew it, but she wouldn't tell anybody. Uh, that was Ellen McNeil, <clears throat> our Spirits New England team founder. She would never tell anybody that stuff. Right. So, I'm like, how did you know that? And She's going, well, just, you know, there's, there's a name that's coming through. It's Carol, Carol, Carol something. But just remember that name. So, OK, so she gave me this reading, told me all this stuff. And at the end, I was pretty amazed by what she told me. But, you know, still like uh, skeptical, you know, <laughs> as I am. <laughs> <Skeptical> <laughs> is yeah, yeah. Well, I, I should say more used to be.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, <you're> right? <laughs> but uh, at the very end of that, she goes, I'm going to bring you back to that name. It's Carol. Carol Ann and you work and travel with her. Nobody knew that. None of my friends there knew that. I didn't talk about that. I'm wow. like, so I look at her, I go, how do you know that? She goes, what's well, your mother? That's your psychic. mother's coming. Your mo- well, no, she goes, your mother. Your mother's coming through telling me all this stuff. Oh. My mother just passed away six months earlier. Oh. And I'm like, my jaw, my jaw dropped. And I just literally, I actually started crying because it's like, mm. nobody knew that. Nobody knew that right. except my mother, who knew Carol Ann and knew I traveled with her for work. And yeah. Nobody else. It's like how do you, how do you know that? You know, so that's a tough one. And and you go and you're finally confronted by something that nobody knew. There's it's nowhere on the internet. You, you can't, can't find it.
2: Yeah, you know,
1: mm-hmm. it's like, and and you just met this person. And they didn't even know you were coming. So why would they? You right. know. How would they have time to look you up on anything anyway? Oh, it's so yeah. much
2: easier to be psychic than it is to try to do research.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> well, the I, truth. I Michelle. I love that response. That is so true. <laughs> it's like uh, I don't uh, have time for that. I can't yeah, Google. I can, I can yeah, psychic, yeah. but I
1: can't Google. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got time to Google research on places I investigate for clients' homes and things like that. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because you want to find out what's really going on, who used to live there and stuff like that. And even that is only after we've investigated. I don't do it before I do it after. Right. Um, but anyways, the reason I brought up that whole story is number one, she validated for me who was calling my name all that time. It was my mother's mother who had passed away long before I was even thought of. Okay. I wasn't, uh, my mother wasn't even married to my father yet. When, wow. when, uh, when she passed away. Um, so that's who she told me it was. And I believe that cause it, sound, it sounded just like my mother. Um, right. And it was always to either get my attention for something or I I still get it occasionally. Like if if I'm if especially when I used to decide, well, I'm going to take a day off from work. I'm not going to go. By the time the alarm was supposed to go off, all of a sudden I'd hear Jay, Jay. Jay." It was like so I'd wake up. I go, Grandma, I'm not going to work today. I'm sleeping. (laughs) And it would stop. It would stop oh, um, after that. She was like, you, you're, you're, you're late, them? you know, like you're late for work. Hurry up, get up, go. You do know. you
2: hear your mom too now that no, she's on the other no, side? I don't,
1: no, her? I don't. I I don't. I don't think my my I don't think I need to, you know. Right, because
2: she can connect in other ways.
1: Yeah, and, and if she needs to, you know. Uh usually right. I find she connects through other people to tell me right, something, yeah. you know. Or to let them know that, yeah, hey, I'm hanging around watching my kid. You better watch out, you know. Right.
0: <laughs> she's exactly. always very
1: protective of us kids. So, um, yeah. So,
0: go forward a little bit. Well, of the second
1: reason I told that story was because she's the one, Becca Boyd is the one who helped me connect with my own psychic abilities. Oh, right. She's the one that led me to that. So, now, let me jump a little forward. I'll, I'll t- tell them this, the my as as our house media put it, we want to tell your origin story. Right. We had that discussion, Katie, and yep. and my origin story is actually I did look check the name of the the show. It's uh, my paranormal nightmare. It is my paranormal nightmare, and yep. it was. Um,
0: so stop for a second, Jack. name the shows for our listeners all the ones that you've been on because you've been on a haunting. I, well, I, you've I, been on a haunting, right?
1: I've been on that a that haunting. Is- that was actually one of the one of the. Second to last things I did, I think, was a haunting. I, I started off on Paranormal Survivor. Right? Oh, I did one right, show right. on Paranormal Survivor. That was with our house media. Um, fell into that by kind of really a fluke. We had gotten an email to Spirits in New England. Hey, we're looking for people. So Ellen goes, You think this is legit? You think it's something? I said, I don't know. Let me call them up and talk to them. You know, because they had a link to their website and, I, and they gave a phone number to call and a person's name. So. I called them up and usually these places are like, oh, we can't tell you anything about it. We can't do that. You know, oh,
2: yeah, that's right. These people told
1: me everything I wanted to know.
2: Oh, God.
1: I'm like, well, what's the story about? And she told me. She goes, well, it's about, you know, people's hauntings. And and, you know, if an, an investigator is involved, we'll try to fit them into it. But it's mostly about these people's stories of their haunting and what happened to them. And I'm like, oh, OK. And we talked for like two hours. Oh, you know, nice. her telling me everything, me telling her, you know, our stuff and whatever she wanted to know. And uh, so I, I I liked it. I was like, yeah, all right. These seem like good, honest people. And I checked them. Uh, I told her, I said, I checked your website. I see you did a lot of reality shows and stuff like that and some pretty famous ones. They, the The founder of that company had done had actually created American Pickers oh yeah and then he after two seasons he moved on he created his own business which became our house media up in canada um so they had done a lot of different shows and stuff so that was the first one i did the paranormal cyber did we we did uh, i think i ended up doing two seasons of that two different stories you know just an episode each um then they asked us to do one of case files Now that was Mm -hmm. that was nice because that was our own cases, our own stories. Yeah. So it was like me. I mean, with Spirits of New England, we did ours. We did. uh, I know uh, Michelle De Rocher did hers. That's where I met her, Mm -hmm. and and the very first time, just literally in passing, as they were shuffling me out and shuffling her in for Mm -hmm. hers, we said hi on 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 our Mm -hmm. way by. (laughs) So, and then we became good. Then we then we reconnected and became good friends after that. Um. Yeah, so we did two seasons of that. It was a lot of fun to film, a lot of fun to do. I got asked to do Haunted Hospitals. I did one season of that. And I think that's because I upset somebody over there, but too bad. Uh, <laughs> well, I sure. would not say something they wanted me to say because it was wrong.
0: Oh, How many times has that happened? Michelle and I have talked about that, where they make how you God, keep doing God. it over and over again. That reality was television isn't as happened. reality.
1: That was the only time it happened to me. An oh, other, good. Our no, house media would that. never try to get. They tried a couple times. Like, don't you think it was a demon?
2: Oh, the D yeah. word. No. Yeah.
1: You sure it wasn't a demon? She goes. They want that even...
2: scare factor. Yeah. And I yeah well, she goes. That. You're not
1: even going to say it, aren't you? I said no, because if I do, you'll edit it in. She goes. Oh, you got that figured out? I said yeah. <laughs> she goes. <laughs> oh, well, I'll isn't this cute. your first time doing so? <laughs> yeah, but I'm not some young kid. <laughs> right exactly It's been around right. lady. i know so i said look i know what you're going for and it's not what it was i will say this because i was comfortable saying this for a few other other episodes it was something negative mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. something and Perfect. it was it was it was human but it was a negative type of spirit or entity mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it but it wasn't a demon you know right. so i just never said that word for him so anyways me and our house media got along really well the other company that did haunted uh, hospitals i think they got mad because i wouldn't say what they wanted me to say um the producer didn't seem so upset but i think somebody else maybe higher up got upset or her director got upset or something because the, 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 i didn't know the producer was there and he the director keeps looking over at this woman and i'm like
2: What's the deal? She goes,
1: Well, Mr. This woman stands up. She goes, Well, Mr. Kenner, what would you say it it was then? And I told him what I thought it was. And she goes, You know what? He's right. Go with that. Oh, good. So I think the director got pissed off because she overwrote him for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I never heard from the beginning. (laughs) yeah
0: that's usually how that goes i don't care
1: i really don't yeah. care well you know?
0: it made space in your life for so many other things that you have done and opportunities that you've been connected yeah, to
1: we've done a lot of so, different things yeah when TV, did you start TV was the never paranormal that important to me to be honest you know
0: when did you start your own paranormal group um, well, i didn't spirits actually of-
1: spirits of new england is not mine number one. Alan oh, okay. McNeil is the founder of spirits of new england i was brought on to that team a year after they uh they started up uh, oh, and that wow! Was, okay and that was when we all we had talked online for a couple of years uh anybody remember the beyond reality forum after yeah. ghost first came out yeah that's where we all met there oh, was a ton of people okay. on there and we we all met on there They're, they live out in massachusetts i'm here in Rensselaer, new york um but yeah, that's that's where we, we met was uh, through the Beyond Reality Forum. Two years after we were talking on there and making phone calls and stuff like that, I met them at an event that that uh, TAPS held, that Ghost Hunters held yeah. out in New Hampshire at the Spalding Inn when they owned it. And yeah. that was the first time I met Ellen and all of them. And we really hit it off and stuff. And by the end of that, Ellen's like, that's it. You're part of Spirits New England. You're on our team. And I'm like, what makes you think I want to be on your team? That <laughs> was busting her chops, right? Because we had known we had been talking for a couple of years, you know. So she just she goes, I don't care. You're on it anyway. <laughs> so that was <laughs> a, that's uh kind of the, the connection we have. We could bust on each other and stuff like that. So awesome. but I actually I actually did make her not make me a formal member for six months because I knew oh, other I members do. there was a couple other members on the teams that were like iffy about it. They didn't know me really. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get that. I said, so let's wait let's do some investigations together. And, and we did. And uh, it was finally during one of those investigations during, at the end of, uh, it was a friend of their, ours house that we were investigating for. So at the end of that, they, they said, no, we're officially making you a member when they used to have these um, little metal keys with around a, um, you know, necklace um, chain around it. And they handed me that and said, you're officially a member of Spirits of New England. So, you know, which I thought was pretty cool. So you know, it is pretty it was, cool. It is. It was fun. You know. So and you guys I, I mostly a do
0: residential. You guys mostly do residential. That's Jack?
1: pretty much yeah. Residential and just uh, we we've done like um historical locations and we've done believe, believe it or not a lot of libraries ask us to do stuff. Really? All those yeah, old really books. weird. Yeah, People really strange. Books. Yeah, yeah, oh. and and one of them had nothing going on. We were able to debunk everything yeah. that they. They said they were experienced. Except for one thing, and I still can't explain it to this day. I saw, watching the, the, the camera, you know, yeah. we just had the DVR system. there, watching that. I saw a woman in period clothing walk from one part of the, the, the library to another. Cool. But And just disappeared behind some of the, the bookshelves. Yeah. When we rewound it, she was there.
2: Interesting.
1: But I saw it. I watched it. I, I watched it happen. And I'm like, we, kept, we rewound it and we looked during that time frame. We kept. I'm like, is it in a different section? Different. We looked for forever. We, I've had that happen. Not on there.
2: I've had that happen. I was looking. It's very through strange, isn't it? Family photographs with my cousin, and it was her side that aren't. They're not related to me. And it was a family portrait, and in the portrait, there was the a see through image of the person that had passed that was not in that picture. Mm. We both saw it. And I screenshotted it, luckily, because it stayed on my camera. But then when we went back to the computer, because she had the, you know, all the photos on her computer, it wasn't right. there. But it was on yeah. my phone. Yeah, It was weird. strange, thing. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, yeah isn't it is strange. I remember it happened, had... once, it
1: happened once to Ghost Hunters, too, on their show, where I think it was Adam had seen something. And he's like, mm-hmm. I saw it. I, and it wasn't in the footage. So that's a couple of times I've heard of that happening. That yours yeah. is another one with the photo. But it's very strange because you know what you saw. It was it was oh, yeah, obvious right. it was there. And I you're waiting
0: thinking, for it. It's not like there's anything else going on. You're waiting for it. We've yeah, had a sitting home. there
1: watching four screens going, eh. everybody else is off <laughs> Here, investigating. You just watching. Years
0: ago, I was at a home in Middleton and there was a we had the large group of Albany ghost investigators there for this old farmhouse. Yeah. And they had us after we did most of the investigation in one main room. And, um, we had the door closed and maybe it was ajar a little bit, but there was probably about 20 of us in this room in a circle and, um, they had all the equipment set up and they had the recorder on the, around the room, but one mainly up on the mantle and in the corner behind myself and this other woman, all of a sudden we hear uh, like crying and she and I at the same time looked at each other and turned around and looked behind us. And she said that had to be caught on camera. None of it was caught on camera. It happened Mm -hmm. twice, and it was Mm -hmm. it was clearly a wailing, like a. a It wasn't outside. It was right behind the chairs. Um, That didn't come up, but obviously there was many other things that were caught on the recorder. Yeah. That. Uh, nobody had heard so it's just so crazy what they can yeah, do or how yeah, they can sometimes. manipulate Sometimes
2: things are caught on the recorder that nobody hears <laughs> right you know what i mean well it's that's
1: like, right. yeah that's an evp but you know. <laughs> but it's sometimes like, i think you get a disembodied voice and it's only meant for you it won't right. show up any place right they're I just bet. talking directly to you and i'm not even so sure it's actually audible i have a feeling it's in your head
0: that oh right sense. Yeah, yep. which would it's be clear audience, right? It yeah. was
1: subjective. Yeah. Yes, Yep. yes. Clear audience. Yep, that's right. And that oh. happened.
2: Like we've done the Crooked Lake House. When I worked there, there was a spirit that would say your name, and you could be in a full room, and they usually used your own voice, which I thought was really unsettling. But you could be with two other people, and they would it would say your name. Mm-hmm. And the other person wouldn't hear it, but the cats they had in there would all react to it, which I thought was really wild.
1: Well, they heard it, so. The cats yeah, heard it, cats heard it yeah.
2: other people wouldn't. You would only yeah. hear, it, but then the other person would be called like a minute later and you wouldn't hear their name, but they would.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, animals can also hear on a higher frequency and lower frequency yeah. than we can anyway, so. Not I was animals. <laughs> oh, but we had started. We started all this with you. Want me to tell my origin story, which we never got to. <laughs> right, get to it. <laughs> Do you want to get back to that? Uh, yeah. Right, let's jump back to that. So I did all these shows and all this stuff. So, our house media reached out to me one last time. They wanted us to tell our origin stories. Uh, me and a few of the other investigators who had been on the shows with them. And I'm like, the funny. I think I told you this. It was the funny thing was. They asked me, I got the message or phone call, whichever it was, a week after I remembered it. Mm-hmm. I had buried this. This happened when I was 17, and it was so terrifying to me. I buried it. Wow. I didn't want to remember. Even when Ghost Hunters came back and all that, and I got back into it, that's when I got back into all this. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't remember it then. As I had, I probably still wouldn't have ever got back into it. Um, So they asked me to tell the origin story, and I'm like good thing. I just remembered it, and, and that happened. I remembered it because of watching a certain individual's Demon House uh, documentary ah. he did. Mm-hmm. All right, and when he got it was towards the beginning. He was talking about this thing that came to him in his dream, and it it, it this demon that breathed this this black smoke into his mouth or whatever. Good. What he described there and what they showed on there, which is just you know, a made up figure or whatever. I actually saw that. Oh. When I was 17.
2: So that triggered that, that memory. Yes. Mm-hmm. And
1: so, so much so that I shut that show off right then and there.
2: Wow.
1: It freaked me out. Cause everything yeah. just came pouring back and it terrified were you,
2: me. Were you awake when this happened or was this a dream
0: state?
1: Uh, you could say, yeah, I don't know if you want between. to call it dream state. Kate and I talked about, I think it was an out of body experience. The
0: space between. I, I think it was like an astral, yeah. an astral projection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd gone upstairs, I was 17, it was during the summer. I got upstairs and just laid down, I fell asleep. And yeah. next thing I know, I hear this horrible growling, stomping stuff coming from my basement. Now mm-hmm. I'm, up the, I'm on the, the second floor of the house, you know, but I could hear this loud and clear in this what I call it dream state, you want to call it an astral state, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I knew it was coming for me. And it's slowly waking and making its way up the basement stairs And then coming up this, the stairs to the second floor to, to my Towards my room And I'm like terrified And I found myself floating in, in air Which I knew I was having an out-of-body experience I wouldn't look back at myself for, Probably because I was terrified of looking at myself too But anyways, I could I, I move towards the door And I'm trying to scream for my mother Although nothing's mm-hmm. coming out It's like that whispered uh, you know, you yeah. can't even scream. For hours. Hours. And, and as I came to the doorway of my bedroom, I saw this thing halfway up the stairs. And It was exactly the horned creature they showed on that show. Holy exactly goodness. like it. Exactly so
2: other people like have seen it. Other people have seen it in order for them to recreate it.
1: Yeah. Years later. Well, right. I right. It, right. I mean, so as I'm doing that, all of a sudden I found myself floating. I found myself being pulled back into my body and and I am still laying there and I can't move and I hear this voice, it's neither male or female, so -hmm. I believe it was angelic in nature 100% and it says it's okay, you're okay you have things to do and then that thing screamed ungodly and was gone and then I woke up stood just straight up sweating profusely so I'm like what the hell was that (laughs) (laughs) I'm like that's it I'm done. I don't want anything to do with this paranormal stuff anymore. I got out of it completely. I focused on school, fishing, hunting, all this other stuff.
2: They are got away
1: from it completely until, <laughs> until Ghost Hunters came on. I mean, I'd still dabble a little bit here and there with right some things but not a full-on investigating or anything like that but you know because i still watch the shows and my mother would still talk about her stories and stuff like that but even when ghost hunters came back i didn't remember it and i'm like hey i remember doing that stuff you know trying to figure things out and debunk things and you know is it a ghost is it something else so we i get back into that but again till that show came out i didn't remember Wow. And when I did, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this stuff <laughs>
2: understandably, <laughs> you know. You know?
1: Uh, but I did, we did the origin story, and, and it was funny. I thought, you know, everything happens for a reason, right. you know. Why that, that his documentary had been out for a while and I hadn't seen it. I'm like, yeah, eh, I mean, maybe I'll watch it. So I watched it, and then a week later, they call me to do my origin story. That's wild. That's a- you know.
2: Yeah, there's no accidents there's no accident. things like that. Exactly. Were you alone home in the dark when you watched it? Hopefully not.
1: <laughs> yes, I <it> was. <laughs> <laughs> of,
0: course. <laughs> of course. Well, I told him. Yeah, I Michelle,
1: him there's still, Hey, it was. It was Zach Beggins. Come on, let's face it. You know. Yeah. I, I expected him, it to be like right. his shows, and it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't nothing like his shows.
0: <laughs> well, uh, it, listen. It I, I told him Michelle. by the way. <laughs> Michelle, I told him how I was watching the one time that I had to call you oh, because my. there was something standing in the room. And it was the horned with the, with the robes on. And that was insane when, when that happened to me, because I literally had this, like, I wasn't afraid. And I just kind of did this thing like, Oh, Oh, I've got this thing in my room. I better call Michelle. I, I, it kind of looks demonic, but I know it was from watching the show and that it kind of preempted it. But I, I meant to tell you too, when we were talking the other day, um, Jack, that when you told that story, when I was, God, I was probably twenty years old, and I was dating my my then um, later on would be my now ex husband, but um, (laughs) we were just dating then, and um, we were babysitting. And his sister lived upstairs over his mom over in Schenectady, so we were babysitting in the upstairs, and we were watching television. Had fallen asleep, and I had the most vivid dream about hearing something on the stairs. And I knew I was leaving my body to go to the stairs. And I kept turning around, and I could see myself on the couch, and I could see him asleep on the couch. And I went to the stairs, and I could hear this. And I opened up the door, and at the bottom of the stairs was an, I mean, exceptionally handsome man in a suit. Mm. And he smiled at me, and he leaned on the railing, and he said, I've been waiting for you. And I immediately was filled with panic and fear. And I kept trying to wake myself up. And then I, and I was trying to wake up Nick, my ex-husband. And I kept turning back around. Every time I turned back around, he'd moved up another two steps. That's 10. And and he was, when I say to you, blue, blue eyes, um, like Sandy blonde hair, very put together. He had a cigarette in his hand. I mean, uh, if if the devil were to look like something, that's what he was going to look like. He was he was gorgeous. Eventually woke up. I was so shook up. I was it didn't leave me. So the next day, I tell my mother. I said, "Boy, I had a weird experience when I was over there at Nick's parents' house." Uh, I said I dreamt about seeing this man, and my mother whipped around and she said, "What did you say?" And I said, "There was a man there." And I said, "Mom, I felt like he didn't say he was the devil or a demon, but I felt like it was like that." So then she goes in to tell me a story about when she was 20 years old, living in downtown Albany, she was asleep and she came and she rented an apartment with another gal. She came out into the living room and there was a man sitting there. And what did he say? I've been waiting for you. Holy crap. And she described him almost identical. Well, the two of us were like so So freaked out that we had this similar thing, you know, however many years apart. It's a familiar in my thing. 20s, yeah. right. So it clearly was a an ancestral or generational kind of a cursing. Um, but we did everything after that to clear it, and I never saw it again, and I don't believe she ever has either. But Jeez. it was it was uh, that was that same kind of a moment where my body would not move, I could not wake myself up. And then my, my ex said he goes, You were like trying to scream in your sleep.
2: Jeez. Yeah. So yeah. That? it was creeping up the stairs too.
0: Oh yeah, oh, coming up the stairs. stairs. Jesus, yep. yep. <laughs> and he smiled. The creepier thing was he smiled. He kept yeah. smiling at me. No, That's unsettling. wasn't it. Wasn't yeah. It was very unsettling because he kept smiling they're, they're, at
2: they're me. Not horns, you can kind of expect, you know, yeah, Right when they're handsome. No, the true devil smile.
1: doesn't present himself that way.
2: He was right, right.
1: handsome and good-looking and
2: nice. Anyway. But you yeah. knew
1: because you knew because you got the, the, the it. voting like, it. feeling. It's like yeah. oh, Well God.
0: that brings up a very interesting question for you, Jack. Yeah. What what faith or what denomination would you consider yourself or are you any? I'm Roman Catholic. Same. Okay. And are you a practicing uh, not to put you on the spot, but Seminole. um <laughs> cafeteria Catholic? I was, lukewarm. Never, I
1: was even I consider myself Roman Catholic, although I was never a big church. Me school. too. Same. um my parents <laughs> okay. always made us go oh god i found it so boring uh <laughs> in later years i did get more out of the the um the readings you know from mm-hmm. the, the bible readings and stuff mm-hmm. like that but i i don't go that much no I, I i never really wanted to um i felt i don't know i don't know how i felt about it really i mean i, I, I it may sound strange i saw no purpose to it
2: yeah, and it doesn't. No, say- no, no, I
1: don't. Um, whether that's because of other things I've discovered in more recent years. Of, I can
0: understand that
1: of having actual demonic cases, and there being something backing me up the whole time. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. That yep. these things seem to be terrified of. Um, right. We had one p- actual possession case that I was involved yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I I, I identified it. Uh, we were brought in to do an investigation in this one <clears throat> one house, and it actually had to do with the daughter and the mother and some things that went on there. In any case, it, it turned out the daughter was possessed. Um, uh, there was a lot behind it. I'm not getting into real details, but there was a point where it jumped to the mother because we didn't realize she had actually said something we didn't, none of us heard during the uh, during the exorcism. Now, I'm not the exorcist. I don't do exorcisms. A friend of mine was doing it, Um i was just there to uh assist to assist uh there was six of us that were assisting actually um anyways it it jumped to her we didn't realize it and there was a point where everybody left except me and and carly uh one of our other investigators very good friend of mine and we were just finishing up and the daughters we left we started leaving the daughter called us she goes it's in my mother. You guys got to come back. It's taken over. It's, it's in my mother. She locked herself in her car. She won't come out of it. And it's not her. It's, it's, it's laughing at us. So we came back and eventually we got her out of the car and, and the mother was, was like, well, I'm going to get those kids are mine. I'm going to get them too. Yeah. And it started to move towards him. And I stepped in between them. It I would say it at that point really wasn't right. and the kids and Carly at the time. And it just drew back. Wow. And I'm like, what the hell is that? that well, it's not drawn back from me. So what the hell is it drawn back from? Because what am I? Right, other people and, and other people have told me other psychics, whatever you want to call them. There's this, they're like, there's this huge, some say it's a dark shadow behind me. Some say it's, it's a light Type of being standing behind me, yes. it's always behind I, me, and it's huge. Yeah. It's and an I'm angel. like, well, I think I know what that is, <laughs> and I think I know who it is, because once I connect it into my own um, psychic abilities, when I start to pick up something, I don't do readings, I don't do any of that stuff. I just use it for cases I'm working on, or if somebody asks me, a friend of mine asks me to help them figure out right. something, I'll do it. Um, so, but what used to come to me—the very first thing that used to come to me—was a name Michael and a vision of this big black Harley covered in chrome.
2: Oh wow! And, and
1: somebody once told me I, may, I met an what do they call him, angelologist? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Well, you do realize the 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 new version of the archangel Michael is—he's a big biker guy and he rides this yeah. big black bike full of chrome." I said, no, I had no idea. i I'd never heard of that.
0: And you're like,
1: yeah, yeah, that's actually the new version. Of, the I've seen version. that
0: depiction, actually. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. I said, I had no clue. But that's what would come through for me. And I'd say, Who's Michael? There's Michael. Do you know him? Like, I don't know him, Michael. I don't know anybody who rides a motor. And then other things would come. Other information would come about the person they're, they're asking about. You know. Um, so that's how I finally realized, oh. I guess I'm supposed to know where this is coming from. I guess I know who it is. Right. All right. Maybe that's the, I always thought maybe that's the voice I heard when that demonic thing was coming. Cause Probably. I knew if that demonic Probably. thing got up into my room, I was going to be dead and I was going to hell. Literally. I knew that. Mm. And whatever it was stopped it and said, you have things to do. So well, it, was- know it wouldn't be till later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you this too. One thing I just told you guys, guys that and listeners are hearing that and people probably go ah come on really there's something else that i noticed too after i reconnected or after i connected with my psychic abilities um things got better for me like life was always one step forward two steps back right always struggling to accomplish things things like that it wasn't until after i reconnected through my friend becca Boyd there she taught me how to do that that everything moved forward Mm. There was no blocks after that. I mean, boy, exactly. that's
0: huge, Jack. That's that, enormous. That, yeah.
1: Two weeks after that, that we got asked to do the first TV show I ever did. It's
0: amazing yeah. how,
1: just how things just
2: click once yeah, you do the work.
1: Was, it Yeah, well, things that used to bother me stop bothering me because I think I, I, I think because that's why I've always kept it to, using it to do work, to help people. Mm. You know, I, those abilities I, I felt for me were for that reason. And if I was to just deviate from that reason, it would go to hell, so to speak. Or maybe I would go to hell. I don't know. But that's why I've never deviated from just using it for those purposes. I felt that's what maybe it was given to me for and that was supposed to be used for.
2: I think if you misuse it, you lose it. I've seen that time and time again. If you don't use it for what it's been gifted to you for.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't... um, I just wasn't going to use it for something other than that.
2: You know what feels it's, right. It's, you it's, know it's what the way I felt about it, the way maybe
1: somebody else was making me think about it, you're supposed to use it for this. Don't use it to do anything. Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: Don't you think we get those warnings, Katie? Not warnings, but you know what your parameters are to be using these. Yep. Shifts.
0: Yep. 100%. And if, and
2: if you even stray a little bit, boy, it's. A, a big zap <laughs>
0: you know, yep, like, a big zap that's a good way to put correct, it because you're correct. right it, all of a sudden it won't work or it doesn't work in the right way and correct. it kind of feels like it all falls apart but I think that that's pretty profound Jack um, I asked you the other day when we were out what was the best location you investigated or the most active I shouldn't say best but most active and then tell us the most disappointing location
1: I've never done, I'll be honest I've never been disappointed by anything I mean, oh, again, okay. again, remember, we really focus on just residential cases and cases gotcha. to help people figure stuff out. So I really don't go to a lot of the like the well-known locations. I've been to a couple, you know, I've been to Rolling Hills, which I thought was fascinating um, and I had a lot of experiences there. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of experiences there, both mm. paranormal and not paranormal.
0: <laughs> but- Isn't that where Steve was, too, D?
1: Uh, yeah, he's been there a few times. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just going to be honest and say I don't necessarily care for the person that runs it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. And that, that's only because of what I saw happen that night to a friend of mine who was running his own event there, um, and had done work for her for years, and didn't even get a break on what he had to pay to do his own event there. Um, <laughs> so which wow. i think is that's horrible um, yeah 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 when you're doing work for free and then you have your own event there and you got to pay f- full price i think that's, yeah, that's, not, that's cool. not right that's just not right um but anyways it, very interesting place i would recommend people go there i'm not saying don't go there um because you will i almost guarantee you'll see shadow figures you'll have disembodied voices you'll have mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff going on so it is a fascinating place uh, and, and it's very haunted. Um, as far as the most active place, active thing I ever experienced, it actually was a client case. Okay, we experienced every single thing he did. It was up in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, and mm-hmm. it, it ended up being connected to the old Bay Path Cemetery, which is up there, which right. is a proper cemetery. Right? Mm-hmm. So there's no headstones, there's no nothing. There's one stone that the historical society, I think, put up. And if fact yeah, you read it it almost is like a representation of the historical society rather than
0: monuments <laughs> that
1: are buried there yeah, you know, like,
0: right really? come on
1: I, in fact, it's in my comic book that I, I wrote a comic book but I did I did that story Of course you know obviously it's a lowly hass because it's for a comic book but but 90 percent of it is really what happened to us there and it does show photos of the actual Bay Pass cemetery. And that headstone and and that's there and and stuff like that. So it's got some interesting historical information in it. But for that individual, all the things he experienced, we did being grabbed, um, seeing shadow figures. I had one three feet away from me Um, standing there. It looked female standing there. Kind of looked like it was turned looking at me. And I'm like, that's interesting. (laughs) I wasn't scared of it. It didn't put off that vibe. What happened though was I had my infrared camera going and I swung it over on it. and I'm looking down at the camera and looking up at it and I'm looking down looking up and it didn't show up in the camera. So I, go, wow. Son wow. Of a, I go, son of a bitch. <laughs> and it is slowly faded away. Well, little did I know we actually caught an EVP. It's a woman's voice. At the moment that happened, and right after I, pretty much right after I said that, woman's voice saying, "Didn't like me." Oh. When we went back, I went that down there and I said, like ma'am, me. it's not that I didn't like you. I was just upset that you weren't showing up in my camera." Oh, you heard her. Feelings. I said I did not swear at you. I was swearing about. The the, the the situation. Oh my said, gosh! I'm sure I would like you if I ever really met you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I did apologize. I did go to apologize. And I'll do things like that. I will go in like if we go in, we explain what we're doing, what we're there for, that we're there to talk to them. What would they like to talk about? You know, we're trying to figure things out. I always approach it that way uh, right. before I assume anything. You know, mm-hmm. I don't even even assume anything's going on when I go in these places. All right. You have to hold that back even though I'm a I'm a believer. Can't, don't get me right. wrong. Obviously I'm a believer. Right. But We're when I go into somebody's home, you've got to go in expecting that maybe none of what they're experiencing is, is, is paranormal. Could be other things. And you've got to try to sort through it. So are we uh, getting
2: reverberation? Is anyone else hearing that? No. A little bit. Yeah I
1: am. Are you? Okay. Okay. I don't hear it. Okay.
2: Dad, <clears throat> sometimes we get visitors on talking along with us, but the oh, sometimes we okay. get bounced back.
1: So, right. just... well, if my grandmother says hi, let me know. Okay. <laughs>
0: and you, Jack, you guys don't do the method of antagonizing, correct?
1: No, 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 no. There is a way to antagonize. I do teach it in my class. There is a way. Okay. Without, without being rude, and you're not really antagonizing. You're you're kind of instigating a little bit. What do, <laughs> I do, I don't. Yeah, I don't swear. I don't do any of that. But what I do is I use what I've been told about the location to see if it's maybe true. Um, uh, there was one place that we went to. Uh, we did. It was. It's in Massachusetts. It's. It's a college now, but it used to be a private home, uh, a mansion. Okay. So okay. It's Part of the college now, Fisher College in, in Boston. Look oh, yeah. it up. Okay. So. We were told going in that, oh, yeah, this, 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 this husband and wife that lived here, they were mean people. Nobody liked them. They were from New York. Nobody ever liked them. You know, nobody came to their wake or their funeral, any of that. I'm like, oh, okay. This is what we were told, right? So the night we're in there investigating, uh, sitting in, in the, the library, which was the original house library, which was huge, um, with this other guy. And uh, he wasn't part of our team, but he was there with the, one of the girls who was from the college. and It was her boyfriend or whatever. So he's just seeing him or in there in the library. And uh, so I'm asking out and I'm going, so I heard you were, I, 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 forget, I forget the woman's name. Anyways, I go, so I hear you were a mean woman and nobody liked you and nobody came to your <laughs> your you know Wait. funeral or anything like that. And don't we both hear this woman scream? Wow. Oh, we hear a geez. scream, a woman scream. And it sounded like it came from the doors as you come to do big doors as you come into the library. So I knew there was two people, and there's excuse me, four people downstairs. The girls. It's Ellen, her daughter, and two of the uh, two of the girls from the college. So I go out the doors and I go and I went over the bail the railing. And I go, Did one of you women just scream? When of you ladies like no? Okay. Did you hear that? They're like, no, because it was loud. Mm. Okay. So later on, we're listening to the audio, and I come to it. And here you hear this woman's voice loudly, as loud as you could. You hear it like a whisper, but it's like she's trying to scream. They liked me. Oh. So when I did the research, sure enough, she was right. They had their whole history of these people wrong. Aww. They were both from, from, from Massachusetts. He was from Boston. She was from actually um, out in Salem. Hmm. had grown up there. Her, her great, great, whatever you want to go back to during the, the Revolutionary War, he was a surgeon on the American side at the Battle of, Bunk- Battle of Bunker Hill.
2: Oh, was he the one that got killed?
1: I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how many surgeons were up there, but he was a surgeon for the American side at the Battle of Bunker Hill. Mm -hmm. She was a daughter of the Revolution. Oh wow! She used to be heavily involved with the community and everything else. So was he. Um, So they had their whole history wrong. So we presented that to him and said, "Well, you need to know the true history. They weren't from New York. He worked with a company out of New York, but he worked for Otis Elevator Company." And he was the main manager in Boston for the Otis elevator company. Oh, wow. And he was so rich. He had a, an elevator and it's still there. It's the elevator is installed in the house.
2: That, that's oh, awesome. They still use it. still use it.
1: They used it. So, <laughs> so, but they know they were well-liked people. So we actually got that information out finally when we, we they asked us to come back and do uh, an interview with the local news, news Boston newspaper and, we did that. They put that information into the newspaper to step out the history of the, the owners of Fisher, the old Fisher College.
2: That's got to be so frustrating to be a person in spirit and hear people talking about you and it's not accurate.
1: Yeah. Oh, and when I do hear the reverberation.
2: Yeah, I don't know why that's happening. Dennis, yeah.
0: do you hear that? Yeah, I, I can hear it with you two talking. In background. Huh. Okay.
1: No, nope. he still isn't here. Okay. All right. Nope. It's just cool. as Michelle, is you and me feedback.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> feedback with each other there. So you're a
0: teacher, Jack. You're a teacher at SEC and HVCC, correct? Yeah,
1: yeah here in New York. Yep. Yep. What New York. do you teach there? Uh, well, I, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm
0: adjunct. Instructor. Boy, it's getting bad, guys. Hang on.
1: Yeah, it is, isn't it?
0: Turn the mics off
1: for a sec. Okay, let me do that. I'll mute myself
2: that better
0: okay
1: go ahead jack is that better yeah i don't hear it now yeah something weird was going on okay i so yeah i'm an adjunct instructor for both hudson valley community college and suny schenectady um i'm teaching it's my own courses that i teach they're evening courses they're they're uh you know, non credit courses. Uh, but I teach uh, what I call Paranormal 101 course. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to call the second one Advanced Paranormal Research because <laughs> I found out you can't call it a 102. Huh. If you call it a 102, it has to actually become an official course at the college and it has to go through all kinds of approval and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, boy. So it's like, all right. So we call it Advanced uh, Paranormal Research. So I'm teaching those two courses right now. We actually, as part of the courses, we do an actual investigation, right? So the Paranormal Research 101, you do one investigation. I teach them how to use equipment, talk about spiritual protection to begin with. That's the very first thing we talk
2: about. Oh, that's so important. Oh, Um, my. I'm so happy you do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I believe in both ends of this. So, you know, yeah, yeah, it is very important. So I teach them about that and the importance of that. Uh, we get into the equipment, some of the basic equipment, how to use it, audio recorders, the cameras, mm-hmm. um, how to use those, how to set them up, you know, to maybe work the best to get you, potentially get you uh, catch some activity with them. Um, and, and we go over a bunch of different things. And and then we go over, you know, the review, audio, re- audio, video review, right. review all that stuff, right? So that's why we have them do an actual investigation. So we take them out, and one of the places we go is uh, – and, and I know Katie was very excited about this when she found out I'm going there um, – is Shaker Heritage Society over by Albany <sighs> Airport. So we do that uh, as one of their first investigations. Oh,
2: um, that's right do. where I live. <laughs> I live there. It's
1: a, it's a very cool place. It's a very cool – and it is active. Uh, they do interact with us, and they know when mm-hmm. I'm coming back. <laughs> We've had stuff come through on – on some of the devices where it says teacher and students and it's like yep we're back again we're teaching them again yeah yeah so if you can interact with them that'd be great you know so we do all you that. did
0: you did tell me too he uses dowsing rods too he shows them how to I, yeah, use dowsing no, rods
1: yeah, awesome. use, that's uh, in the advanced that's course awesome. i actually teach them how to use the dowsing rods I, don't, dead, I so. don't do that in the one-on-one course. It's a little too early for them to start.
2: Jack, I have to ask, when you're at the Shaker Heritage Society, do you ever uh, come into contact with a spirit named Lucy?
1: I, we do come into contact with a female spirit. I've never asked her name.
2: Okay. See, if you, just for sure. Right. Because what I'm doing.
1: At, see, I'm not investigating. I'm just focusing on watching right. the students. And I actually have a couple of my team members help me with that uh to to watch the students and just see how they're doing, if they have any questions while they're they're going through stuff. So that's what I'm focused on. So I don't focus on asking asking questions. I guide them in the type of well, questions to ask.
2: If know? that ever comes through, please let me know because once they tore the, the South family barn down, she's okay. been looking. I, I just I've been worrying about her.
1: So well, I can ask next time I'm there. I well, can ask. Uh, maybe she moved into the, uh, the the meeting house
2: yeah the meeting house because we do
1: can make we have made contact with i know it's a female spirit there and, and she likes when we play the music
2: oh, we play so, the, we, play, okay, yeah. uh, we
1: looked it up we found the uh, the shaker Simple, music yes. to play yeah. yeah so i'll play those um there's i know there's one song that particular spirit light really likes you know Mm. and there's a version of it she specifically likes we had two versions we played the one she didn't like that version she liked the other version which was much more slower and maybe traditional than the little bit louder version so so it's funny that's interesting yeah that was it was interesting and we've tried it a few times and she always prefers the 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 quieter one actually it did ask i said do you prefer this one better and the k2 lit all the way up like, okay all right you really like it okay that's good what's so, the what's the
0: piece of equipment you know, you said that you know the recorders and obviously dowsing rods
1: yeah, yeah
0: k2s rempods. and that and the rem pots right. right
1: yeah everybody's do you prefer we're in this stuff and it's like yeah, whatever yep. you know um if you I
2: had to go in with one piece of equipment what would that piece of equipment be
1: audio recorder 90 ah. percent of what you're going to get is audio
2: interesting
1: hear that i had i had one individual took my course he's like i don't think that's really true and i, I don't think that yeah yeah because he had all the gadgets and stuff so he brought okay. stuff and that's fine i'm like oh yeah yeah all right we'll see sure enough by the end he goes you know jack i gotta admit you're right most of it's all audio it yeah. is yeah so
0: want- it <laughs> must be the easiest way for them to communicate I mean, i'll I mean, tell it, you i'll, I'll tell you something interesting i was going to readings, I would travel to everybody's homes back in the day. Mm. And every once in a while, somebody would whip out like an old recorder or yeah. the, the little slim ones, you know, that they had with the little, you know, chiclet um, yep. cassette players in it and stuff. Yep. But anyway, so I can remember it was right around the time that ghosts, you know, ghost hunters were on and things. And I thought, I wonder if anybody's ever going to listen back on their reading and they've caught family or somebody mm-hmm. talking. I no Sooner had that thought within days, an uh, old bartender at one of the downtown um, McGarry's actually um, contacted me and said, I had done a reading for her and her girlfriend and it was over in Gilderland at, I think it's the presidential um, apartments in Gilderland mm-hmm. near okay. the school. Yep. And um, so we were in an empty unit cause the one, her girlfriend was a manager there. So she had the recorder there and we were talking and I said, I keep seeing a man, um, it feels like a police officer passes really quick. Well, they knew exactly what I was talking. And I felt like I was watching the news. And I said, I want to say the name. and I said, it's like, uh, it's Carl. Or, and what we didn't catch was it corrected me on the tape. Oh, okay. So she called up and um, it, she said, there's something on the tape. I actually had the professor at Adirondack College slow it down and listen to it. I think he used something called like gold something to slow down the tapes. Yeah. yeah, And um, it caught them. It was a man's voice. And he says, one of the things I said, he goes, yes. And then the other part was he corrected his own name and said the right (laughs) name. And, um, and I thought to myself, and then after that, I constantly was getting clients after sessions, after readings of them, just having their recorder there. Of yeah, catching yeah. stuff all the time, so yeah. I 100% agree with that. That yes, you can have other things like lights going on and off, and even you know, the the yeah. ghost box, yeah, you know, yeah. communicating. Yep,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely there's, the I mean, any of that. I'll, I'll be honest with you, anything can work. I mean, I got an app that I use, I've been using it for probably 10 years now. It's called Ghost Radar, right? Yes, and when I first got it, I was just like, yeah, just check and see so for seven years seven years i used it on investigations without ever reporting anything from it as evidence but i was amazed at the stuff that would come through the words or the communication we'd say almost use it like a k2 because there's blips that come through on it so we'd say well if you give us two blips for yes and one for no that's how you can can communicate with us through this device. give us two blips for yes and one for it would do it consistently at times or, and then words would come through and the words would relate to some of the history of the place of what, what went on there, or we get a name. Um, And that was one thing that happened at Fisher college. I had a name come through on that. We were were doing a recording, we were recording and we were, I was running just a ghost radar in one of the rooms. And, and I think through the ghost radar, the woman's name came through. i I can't remember what it was let's just call her beth okay it it came through it said beth and i go oh beth is that your name well i didn't get get any response to that but listening back to the recorder later on you hear a swimming voice say yes right after i ask it so beth was that your name yes it's the same woman's voice we caught in the – in the uh, which was during that same investigation that we caught later in the library of saying they liked me. exactly the same voice.
2: Oh, wow. So we
1: knew that was Mrs. – well, it was their last – yeah, their last name was Fisher. So it was Mrs. Fisher that uh, – and I forget what her first name was now. But anyways, you know, that was them. So, you know, That's it was wild. her. She 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 validated that what came right. through on the I was going to ask you, you used, app, if you've
0: ever used name. the apps. And then I, I the love the app. I, I mean, we that's the them. only
1: one I use. Um, I'm just comfortable with it. There's many others. Ghost out Radar. There. I have some yeah. Others. It's yeah. I've got. Talker. Spirit Talker. time to time. I never use yes. Spirit Talker. I don't. I, that's that's a good one. one. Yeah. I'm um, I, I just I, you know I'm happy with the Ghost Radar, and it, probably because I've spent so many years with it now.
2: Yeah, you're right. I know.
1: I know it can work. You know, you got to make sure it's in your phone's in airplane mode for any of those. By the way. Hmm. Make sure your okay. phone is in airplane mode because you can get interference. Incoming, outgoing signal from your phone can create things happening on those apps. Okay, All right, very important. Actually, I talked to the guy whose name is also Jack that created that app, the the Ghost Radar app.
2: Oh, and We oh, got wow. talking
1: for quite a while about it, and he's like, "Do you have any?" He goes, "I've had people from other countries asking me if I can put other languages in there." I said, huh, I don't think you need to. He goes, why? I said, I had this group from Canada contact me one time. And they said, because they knew I was using it. And that's why they started using it. And they're like, does that have French vocabulary built into it? <laughs> go back. I'm like, no, it doesn't. They're like, well, how are we getting French words come through? I said, you got me. I said, It's not built into it. That vocabulary is not built into that, that program. But we've had that, too. But they've had it. Happen. Yes. So I'm like, yeah. I told Jack, I said, I don't really need to. You need to. You can. You know, if you want to spend the time putting all the vocabulary. Uh, well, something I, I, else interesting you should know is there <laughs> are no proper names in that application either. Oh, really? There are no that proper names built into the vocabulary. So when you translator. get
2: those proper names, that's
1: just pure yeah. connection. Somebody's saying your yeah. name. I've had my name come through. I don't know how many times. You know yeah yeah that's spirit interacting with it somehow manipulating it the way they want it to or however the the however that works the algorithm works i do know the algorithm and the ghost radar at least is very similar to what's in the theopolis he told me that
0: yeah. it's yeah, different it, the, it would have to be yeah.
1: yeah yeah it would
0: have to be yeah
1: so i mean you know how do these people think how do these things work can they really oh they're junk oh no they're not i've done enough practicing with them. I mean, there's some good ones out there and there's some not so great ones out there. I don't like the ones that people showed me at doing events and stuff like that where they can take a photo and it shows an image of a ghost and I'm like, you know, it's just a representation of the right. game of what might be there. You know that, right? Like what? Right. I'm like, yeah, it's it, good luck because I don't <laughs> it, I don't know what it is, you know. It could maybe it's picking up on there could be EMF over there and it says, Oh, that's EMF. So there's a ghost there, you know, I, or maybe it's just randomly throwing that stuff out. I don't know. I don't use it. I wouldn't trust it. You know, Neither. there's a, there's a new one out and be very careful of this one. There's a new one out. That's the SLS camera, Huh. right? You can, you can download the app. It's SLS. I think it's SLS app or something like that. Oh, okay. Now it will work properly if you attach the SLS, um, camera thing to it you know the okay piece but it also will do it with a manipulation of the camera it says which i don't trust at all because i've seen it i've used it some people were showing it to me at an event they went to where i i was just there but uh some other people were given this tour and they showed them to download this app and anything you pointed at you could see a figure and I'm like it's oh. just it's just interpreting something there as a film.
0: oh, I see I said,
1: don't use it don't trust the camera portion if you plug in the s l s piece of equipment to it, okay, yeah, I might trust it more, you know, and even the s. l. s you got to be careful of, and that's part of what I teach in my courses too, because if you point at something that looks human shaped, it'll map it out as human, right, right. So yep. you got to be careful what you're looking at, like if a just,
2: statue in a cemetery. Yeah, a yeah, a, a,
1: a bush in a in a field. Okay, it'll figure out. Oh, some of those things look like a person. <laughs> you know, some of those parts of the branches look like a human. So I'm going to show there's a human there. You know, or there's a figure. Right. There. It, it, it doesn't. You can't trust it for that type of stuff. But if you're looking at a blank wall. That's a different story. And you're asking some questions or something, something suddenly appears there and then it's gone and you move around, you find it again. All right. You might be onto something there. I've had that happen, which is interesting.
2: What I do is I will set up um, if I'm, I'm a bagpiper. If I'm practicing, I don't do this when I'm doing a funeral, but if I'm practicing in a cemetery, I'll set my phone up on like a family's tombstone. I'm not going to like mess with other people's stuff. And I will, Point it in a way there's nothing there, and I'll pipe. And it's amazing what comes up. You get some <laughs> things coming to see, and then some dancing, and yeah, then. Yeah, that's I. I like to. I do have fun with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you know, there is a, there is a, a pretty good haunted cemetery over in Troy. You know, and I'm not oh, talking about the big Troy hunt Forest Troy Park, cemetery. the Forest Park.
2: Uh, it's
1: um, oh god, it's 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 a small cemetery over by it was an old church. Um I'm trying to think Mount of name Ida of Ida, and- Mount Ida, yes, yep. yeah, the Mount Ida cemetery. I
2: know it <laughs>
1: that's got some weird stuff going on there, boy.
2: Is it the one close to the river, or is it the the newer
0: one that's on Pinewood? No, or...
1: it's the old Mount Ida boy. Uh, church and cemetery, so we
0: need to put this on our list of a place to go, is what you're saying, Jeff.
1: yeah, yeah. I did an event there, and there's something very dark
0: by
1: that the moves around that moves around oh. the edge of the cemetery.
2: And there's something oh, in that. Oh, I do have to say, I caught something. it
1: on camera, by the way. It's actually on one of the shows.
2: Oh my gosh! I think it's on oh one God. of Case Files, as a
1: matter of fact. That it's on. I have had. Or you can many, see it. You can see these red eyes, and the thing takes off.
2: I've and had many people tell me that. That the was stewards, weird. You know, there's a steward's right next to that.
1: Yes, yeah, so I know the stewards. I stopped to get coffee there. <laughs>
2: Apparently, there's something very scary in the back room that appears like a young girl. <laughs> so,
1: that could be that same. What you camera, know right away? Right near, yeah, it's it's right near. Yeah. That. Where we were catching that thing wandering around the outside of the cemetery, it wouldn't seem to go in the cemetery, which is interesting. I, I did oh. experience
2: something by that. What was that? Did what? you hear, hear a moan?
0: Oh no, that was me. I just heard. Oh, her. It was, me. It was me. I just mm. Went. Mm. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> There's an open, yeah, there's an open crypt, crypt there right by the the top of the posting kill if you go Yeah, that's
1: the, where they used to store the bodies at one time.
2: Right, I had an experience there where
1: So did I with a homeless person, yeah.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> Mine was uh, a serious person.
1: <laughs> careful. There is homeless people that go into those crypts. There are. There, there are. are. So be careful when you're back there. We weren't <laughs> alone when that happened. It was like, "Oh, okay. Sorry We didn't need to bother." you. Okay. Just walking. <laughs> that's
2: definitely a place to stop and visit it is is an (laughs) interesting
1: cemetery to visit and i'll i'll tell you this um it's the only place you know how people like to use a flashlight Mm -hmm. loosen up the flashlight yeah Yeah. or with the mic the what is it the mag light so they'll they'll adjust the front so it's just close to i've not bothered to do that anymore i teach people now after what happened at mount ida Turn on the flashlight, leave it on and ask something to shut it off. Mm. That happened at Mount Ida Cemetery. and, the, and the, we were trying to explain to the woman who didn't understand what we were trying to say about the flashlight. So she just turned her flashlight on, and put it down on top of one of the one of the, the, headstones? You know, the, the headstones, and we started asked she started asking questions and it's like, and it started to respond with the flashlight.
2: Oh cool. Oh, wow The flashlight
1: just literally shut off and then would come oh. back on. And, it, and I'm like watching this going, I've I've never seen that before. My flashlight is on. I even picked it up right. to check to make sure that the batteries were, weren't going. Flashlight was brighter than anything. So I'm clicking it on and off. And it's just on or off. So I click it back on. I just put it down. I say, okay, well, if that is you, can you shut the flashlight off again? Went right off. Wow. Yeah. And so we had like, I don't know, 15 minutes of communication that way with whoever was there. You know, where they would just drain the energy. They weren't turning it off. They were just draining the energy out of the battery. Mm-hmm. And they were in, somehow interfering with the, the energy of the battery and using it and making the light go off. So now I've started doing, teaching people that, that that's the way you want to try to really do it. Because mm-hmm. if that flashlight goes off, I can't explain that. Right. There's it's no not- possible way a flashlight just shuts itself off.
2: Because if you have right. it loose, it could be a vibration or something. I
1: ne- I've never. It, it, well, yeah. Well, actually, when you loosen them like that, there is a charge that will build up in between the spring and the and the battery, mm-hmm. and it'll make the flashlight come on every so often. Oh, so that's.
2: You can actually you I can, can actually that. do that.
1: Yes, you can do that, and you can time it. Just oh. do it sometime with one in your house. Turn it. Do that with it. Leave it sitting there and watch for about maybe a minute and a half, two minutes, maybe even three, and you'll suddenly see it turn on and then go back off. Jeez. and watch it on your time it with your watch you'll see it happen about every two to three minutes oh. because it's a buildup of the charge from the battery between the battery and the spring that's so it'll just automatically me. go off but when i saw that happen with a flashlight that's totally tightened it just turned on and something was shutting it off i i can't explain that Jeez. you know you're Jack, communicating it, with someone so this cool. has
0: been absolutely amazing how can our listeners take your classes um where can they go to to look for that stuff or or even go on an investigation with you
2: and watch your shows too watch the see
0: yeah
1: discovery plus they're all on discovery plus actually there's some on uh amazon if you've got uh you know the Mm amazon.com that you pay for yeah the, the the stuff some of them you can find on youtube um some not. It just depends, <laughs> right? Yeah. Did they
2: search under Jack Kenna or uh
1: yeah, well actually for any of the shows you can just do a search for like Paranormal Survivor, Haunted Case Files, you know, okay. uh haunted hospitals, whatever. Um, if you want to see the origin story, my paranormal nightmare, uh w- and was uh, was the uh second uh episode, episode two mm-hmm. is what I'm on. There's only one season of that. So if you oh, look okay. up you know, look up paranormal My Paranormal Nightmare, episode two, you'll find my, matter of fact, that's the first one presented on there on episode two. Um, If you want to find me, jackkenna.org, just look that up or spirits of New England.org. You can find our spirits of New England team. Um, I'm working on my own team's website right now. It's not up Um, yet. That'll be Rensselaer Paranormal Research. Uh, But if you want to take the classes, which good timing, you'd sign up for them now. Um, the 101 class will be being held at Hudson Valley Community College this spring. Uh, you can go to hvcc.edu and you can look up the, uh, like, I think there's special, uh, under, what is it? Continue education, special education, whatever yeah, it is. Anyways, yeah. And, and you can, or actually there's a search thing up at the top just type in paranormal and do search and it'll bring up my paranormal 101 classes um really, you so can I click the links that. there to get to them so that's hvcc.edu up in the search type in paranormal uh same thing for suny go to uh and the same thing just do a search in their search bar for paranormal and you can find my classes there you can sign up right now uh, they're taking people right now. Um, awesome. The 101, Actually, 101 is at Schenectady this year, this spring, and the advanced course is at uh, Hudson Valley. Now, to take the advanced, you have to have taken the 101. So I suggest anybody out there is just looking to do it, take the 101 over at SUNY Schenectady it's a great place uh mm-hmm. it's very haunted in itself yeah um, it's a cool place yeah and so is Hudson Valley by the way but we don't talk about that too much but uh, um yeah you can sign up for either uh, for for the 101 class there if you've taken my my 101 you can sign up for the advanced class at Hudson Valley and then in the spring it will switch
2: Oh, good. The okay.
1: advanced course will be at SUNY Schenectady and the, the 101 will be at Hudson Valley. i um, also working on two new courses that the class is bugging me for. So um, those <laughs> won't be till maybe the end of this year, until uh, fall of 2024. We'll see. Um, uh, if there's anything else you want to know about or find out about, just reach out to me on Facebook. Just look up Jack Ken. I think I'm uh, facebook.com slash J-A-C-K-N-Y 46.
2: Okay, and Jack I just have to ask if people are having uh paranormal activity in their house especially around children that, that they don't want to have that they, they they need help with they can reach out yeah. to you for that.
1: Yeah yeah definitely reach out the uh, best way to reach out to me is either through my website jackkenna.org, or mm-hmm. spiritsdoingengland.org. Okay. Um reach out there we have actually an online form that you can fill out and we cuz we require that. We have a right, a, right. um it's like an intake know, yeah, it's an intake form. It's about, I don't know, 10, 12 questions. Um, we ask you a lot of stuff, but we do need that in order to come out to investigate. That's the only thing we ask for. Our services are free otherwise, but you do have to fill out that, uh, that form.
2: And one question, you do help people. You're just not coming out to that. Uh, like- well,
1: we, yeah, well, sometimes I can help you with, with something just over the phone or through email depending on what the question is, you can ask, you know, anything you like, but if you want us to come out and, and actually do an investigation or even, you know, cause we do an investigation first before I'll do a cleansing, before I'll do anything else. Okay. I have to investigate first so I can figure out what's going on. All right. Um, but if you want us to do that, you gotta fill out that form. So
0: sounds perfect. Okay, got it. Well, Jack, again, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you to all our listeners uh, for the suggestion. Jack was up there on the list, so we're going through the list. So thank you so much. And please keep your suggestions coming, your stories. Um, We're getting a lot of feedback. I apologize. I don't know if you guys can hear it. I can. I can hear it, yeah.
1: Um,
0: It's every time now. Dee, did you just turn that off?
1: Yeah, it's his microphone.
0: It's his when his <laughs> is on. We don't so, want to hear from you, D. Sorry, D. Anyway, <laughs> microphone.
1: I don't know. What sorry. Word,
0: Anyways, um, so thank you again for all your stories. We're going to be going through those on on air and uh, your suggestions, your subscription subscriptions, and your likes, and um, even doing like our ranking. So we appreciate that. And thank you, Michelle. Thank you, D. Scott. A and everybody, have a great oh. night. Thank you again, Jack. I can't thank wait to see you I again see soon.